do you want to replay Tawny Katane's greeting to us? Yes, in, in I memoriam? do. In memoriam. I, I, I have stuff no, to I say about very, her. Oh, me too. Okay, okay great. So should we just play that and then get to yeah, talking about our fallen angel? Yeah, take it away, Tawny. Okay, guys, I'm going to give it my best shot. No one pronounced his name for me, like, you know, phonetically. So here we go. Hi, I'm Video Vixen Tawny Katane. Welcome to Pot Psychology's first annual Indie Awards. Now here are your hosts, Tracy Morrissey and Rich Zweig. When I saw that, I was pooping this morning <laughs> and I immediately sent it to you because yeah. I was just like, I, I hadn't I, seen it. You, I you gasped. Told me. I yeah. gasped. I was like, yeah. <gasps> I know. We TMZ were, alerts are pretty good, actually. You should get on those. We were just cameoing her. We really. I. That's what I said to someone today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just got a cameo from her a few months ago. Fine. She. She was one of the best ones we've ever had. She was. Yes. It, her delivery is really impressive, and her butchering of my name it's is perfect. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also does it like really confidently. Yes, and she did two takes. Oh, she did two takes. Yes, yeah, she gave us two takes to like you know, um, give us options. I, what a consummate professional. I know. You know. What do you think it was that killed her? I, I mean, we'll probably uh, know. Will we know by the time this comes out? Mm, I don't know. Sometimes it can take like, it feels yeah, like if it's a month or two. Yeah, yeah. It could take like a month, but they didn't say whether this was like expected or not. Right. Probably wasn't. I don't know. She has kids, you know, she does have kids. She, um, when I look at her Instagram. I watched a bunch of her YouTube videos today. She started in 2019 doing a vlog or, you know, it's actually for many reasons, a lot like what we do. And I have a few clips that I can show you to show you that. I think that you will love this and I think it'll make you even sadder that she's not here. Hmm. Wait, what is this from? She started in 2019 a vlog. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's called um, Tawny's Take. And Great. she has like 67 episodes or so. Oh my a lot God. of the episodes have like are numbered the same number. She's a lot of the same number twice. 14 <laughs> is like 14 <laughs> I is. I do that with the podcast, I think. 14 is Tawny's <laughs> take episode 14, I think. <laughs> and it wasn't because 14 had already been uploaded. <laughs> so there's like a lot of that. Um, it, I have to say, I, I spent what some time with her this morning. Get? Very low, okay. only a few thousand, like literally, like two or three, one, one this or two thousand. Cute. All right, so she's in a walk-in closet, yeah, with a leopard print armchair behind her. But she's, she's sitting on the floor. Yeah, and she's not sitting in the chair. She's no. sitting on the floor, and she has, um, like what looks to be like one of those sort of like clips that's like a ponytail holder, but it's like a plastic ponytail holder. Right. She has it like holding up her ponytail. At the very top of her head. Yes. She has Amy Winehouse makeup-ish. In later episodes, she talked about being embarrassed of this makeup. She did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited that you did this today. And I'll let you know. And I'll be stoned on Wednesday. I'll be stoned Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week when you see my videos. Just up front, know that off the bat, right off the top, I will be stoned. Sorry, there's nothing I can do about that. I will legitimately 
be not this kind of stoned. I'll be pill popping stoned <laughs> because they have to give me pain medication. So um, I'll be staying in the house and I'll be having visitors and that will be my life for a week. It, what, was she getting her tits redone or something? She was not, she, you know, she mentioned the name of a procedure that I couldn't grasp. Like I didn't know what she, but very much in passing, at least in what I saw. Mm. So it was like really unclear, unclear for most of the time what she was talking about. But the reason that she said that is because somebody had said, somebody left a mean comment. Some of these are about mean comments. At least two videos I watched today were about mean comments. But not in like a hatersy kind of way, but in a have compassion for me kind of way. Mm. Um, somebody was like, you know, you seem stoned. And um, she was like, well, I was because I can't sleep, but I started doing THC gummies and now I can sleep. So over the I've course... Been there. So over the course of the conversation, this is the video in which she was stoned. This is what she was referring to. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about um, is actually on right now. It's not, I wish I, I should have turned my TV on and had it on in the background. It's just the best. It is the best show. It's my alarm. It's beeping. It's not going off. No one's trying to break in. It's just beeping. Anyway, um, at least no one's trying to break in. No, no. We call the cops panic button two seconds. Um, but, oh, and I just got a text. Someone just texted me. Anyway, um, the greatest thing in the world, the thing that I am the most passionate about right now is 90 Day Fiance. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Have you seen that? I, I really enjoyed. I watched like. Wow. I watched, oh, like, that's so sad. That makes me really more, way more sad that she's gone. She really endeared herself to me today. I watched like an hour and a half of her talking. I couldn't, there's no way I could get through all of them. Like, it's hours of footage that she was just talking into the camera. Her kids did a post on her Instagram today. Did they? Yeah. What did they say? We are heartbroken and saddened to announce the death of our mom. We just want to say thank you for all of you, her fans and her friends, for always showing her such support and love. You gave her life every day. We miss her and love her, and we know her legacy will live on forever. Winter and rain. Yeah, winter and rain. Winter's with a Y. Rain has an E at the end. All, all, all tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I there is just something about her type of star that I'm so compassionate about like i feel yeah, like every same. single woman especially of that era who made their name by selling sex mm -hmm. is an underdog in a way yes she you also know? is like very bubbly in a way that's like not annoying that is like kind of um warm yeah and i'll tell you i love bachelor party She's I've the, actually she's never the, seen it, but I know. Is she, never is she seen a protagonist in it? She's or is, is the, she like, the bride okay. in Bachelor Party. And she's so natural as an actress. Yeah. You know? Ooh, here's a nipple. An accidental nipple right there on her Instagram. <laughs> it's from last week. <laughs> you know, RIP. I truly believe that the White Snake Here I Go Again video 
is her just her improving. You know, she's like, yes. What is she doing? A back handspring or a front handspring over two cars? Yeah, two Jaguars on, are, on the hood. And do you ever think and about? Does a split in between them? You know, what I was thinking about today. I mean, I think I've never thought about it, and weirdly enough, my attention was diverted from her while she's doing all that for long enough to think about the fact that those cars are parked so close together. Yeah, they. How are. did they do that? I don't know. That seems like, like really tense. Yeah, they really, really, they're like right up against Imagine each other. like pulling up like that. It's really. Yeah, they really are. She does a front, she does a front handspring. <laughs> That's how the video opens. But, with, but it's like a split. Yeah, it's, that has to have a name, but I don't know what you call it. But she does an actual split across the two cars as well she does a sideways split and a full-on front split like a, like your legs go out like they're not like scissors they're like they go wide i love this song me too i love this song so much yeah apparently um <laughs> another mean comment that tawny katana addressed on her youtube is that she was just she saw something about herself and she clicked on it and it turned out to be her ex-husband the lead singer of White Snake, David Coverdale, talking shit about her, about how hard his first divorce was. She's like, I made that so easy for you. And I've been so nice up to this point. But, you know, he was like such a narcissist and blah, blah, blah. I believe her. Yeah, I believed her too. I mean, I you have to assume in the 80s, a lot of people were hard to deal with in their own ways. Yeah, right. and I also imagine that like there was so much more sexism that played into those kinds of relationships. And also just the rock starness was at a certain height of excess. And then so I have a question. Was she with him before that video or did they meet on that video? It seems like they were already together, right? It seems like they were together, but they married in eighty nine and uh divorced in ninety one. But the thing about that song is that it's a song about going down a road alone and, yeah. and she's in the He's passenger seat yeah. with her. <laughs> he chose her to Yeah. They're they're riding together. Yeah. So he's not alone. They um they tongue kiss while he drives. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> the premise of the shot. And then she pulls him in the back of the seat at the end <laughs> yeah. and fucks him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought of her as a survivor until she died. Me too. That's a really nice way to put it. What season was she on Celebrity Rehab? I don't know. So she she said a lot of stuff on her um, YouTube that I thought was weird as well, such like as what? that she didn't get any work done to her face. Oh. She was saying that she didn't get fillers. She only got Botox, and that's it. That was her claim. And then she also talked about never doing drugs. She says one thing that she says repeatedly is, like, I was never into anything because she talks about the weed. She's like, you know, I, I, that she's into now. She's like, I was never into weed before. I didn't do coke. I did drop acid. <laughs> but so I don't know. It's, it's strange. I thought she had a really long drug history. Me too. Maybe it's just booze. Yeah, I guess so. Was it just booze? I guess so. She doesn't talk about that. Wait, Google it. Was she really on Celebrity Rehab? I feel like she was because I feel like I know her from like a VH1 show. She's like crying without her makeup on. Yeah. She was definitely on Celebrity Rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on The Surreal Life, and then she was on Celebrity Rehab. Oh, okay. What season was she on Surreal Life? Who's in the house with her? Okay, so The Surreal Life, she was on season six, which had Alexis Arquette, Cece DeVille, Steve Harwell, Sherman Hemsley, Maven Holman, and Andrea Lowell, Lowell in addition to Tawny. Who's Maven Holman? 
Maven Huffman, sorry, Maven Huffman is a professional wrestler. Is Sherman Hemsley dead? Half the people in that house are dead. Yeah, I believe Sherman Hemsley is dead. He died in 2012. Okay. Straight and dead. Straight and dead. Alexis Arquette, trans and dead. Trans and dead. Cece DeVille is alive. (laughs) Shockingly enough. (laughs) Jeez. Well, he's 58. I mean, if. Oh, wow. He's only 58. Okay. I thought he was well into his 60s. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She said, I had to wait until my 40s to do anything stupid. And boy, did I pile some stuff up on myself. Because she got arrested for domestic violence. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe that she was dating the guy from, or she's married to the guy from White Snake and they didn't do coke together. I think she mentions that they did it a little bit. She had a coke moment, I think she says, or something like that. But the way that she portrays it is that it it hasn't been, it's been years since she was into that. Okay. I mean, Tawny Katane, her addiction per the Wikipedia for celebrity rehab was painkillers and cocaine. What? I was getting migraines. I was administered Demerol. And I started taking Vicodin. I became addicted to pain medication. Chuck, when he came home, he didn't have a wife. She was, you know, in bed because she was always tired and had a headache. There's a situation that happened with my ex-husband and I that people are very aware of. Tawny Katane charged with domestic abuse for attacking her husband. While my children were standing there, they put the handcuffs on me and they took me to jail. And I spent four days in a room with no windows. And um, if there's anything that a psychiatrist would love to get their hands on with me, is me being perfectly honest about how it really felt and how it feels and how I deal with it. It's the one area in my life that, that I don't share and I don't talk about. So, so then we got divorced and it was so freaking horrible. that I just decided that's it. Damn it, I tried cocaine and I absolutely loved it. From that day forward, I did it every single day. And then it started really messing up my life. I would buy 18 grams of cocaine because I didn't want to drive back and forth on the freeway. Also, okay, so she's just lying through her teeth because there's no way she hasn't had fillers. Well, that's what I'm... Her whole face is full. That's what I think. She said, no, my cheekbones are really high, so if I got fillers, I'd look like I was on steroids, is what she She said. She looked a little bit like she's on steroids, to be (laughs) honest with you. She did. Like, okay, let's look at an older picture of her. She got filler. She said her lips didn't get done. She said those were her lips. That's what she said. I mean, she says it on the videos. Those lips are freaking done, dude. Like, it's okay. You got filler. And she she has filler. Look at her. There's like a non-smiling picture and she still has smile lines. Like, that's just how her face is. And um, now she has nothing. Like, she got it like completely erased, which, yeah, my um, my doctor won't do that for me because and he's right. Like, I get upset about them, but he's right. It looks more natural. Like, if, if I got that removed i would look crazy like madonna or something yes yeah so i gotta you know you have to keep aging in some parts right she was really really um gorgeous yes are, are you aware that benzino's daughter is a rapper who's benzino he was on love and hip-hop he was a rapper like a oh the, like benzino is one word i thought yeah. you meant like a, benzino yeah like no. <laughs> <laughs> who's he no 
Um, is she any good? Uh, you know, I can see the appeal. I, you know, I, I hate when I talk about like modern hip hop because so much of it I don't like and I've become that person. But I assure you that there are plenty of people who love old school hip hop, you know, to whom new hip hop is few and far between in terms of like excitement. Mm-hmm. I like new hip hop a lot. I, I just, I, 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 you know, I wish I did, and I sometimes understand the appeal, but mostly it just doesn't do at all what hip hop, what I like about hip hop. Mm. So, what and there like are about exceptions. It? I like a groove. Mm. I like people who actually rap and don't just sing off key a little, you know, because <laughs> they can't, you know, it's it's this weird like, it's this kind of like singing where it's like I not doing it well is cool ultimately it's so melodic that so many of what we call rappers are legitimately singing it's just like with a really limited range yeah so i'm not into that you know i like i i do like that i like singing there are some people who you know i like uh, i guess the thing drake about does it that. drake goes back and forth yeah but drake is you know i would say that drake sings and raps you know yeah like, a little Wayne sings and raps. Yeah, he's, he's his voice is terrible, very melodic. But there are people right. that even sing more than he does. You know, uh, T Pain. You know, call me by your name. He's singing. Yeah, well, he's yeah, he's more of a pop star than a rapper. Yeah, he doesn't but do. People call him a rapper. You know, the yeah. the lines are so blurred these yeah. days. But he doesn't do like. Um, I mean, he just seems like a pop star to me because he doesn't what a just lot of, do like, hip hop because like, yeah. I mean, like he, he infuses hip hop into pop, different genres of pop music. But uh, I mean, this often, is a guitar song, like, uh, call me by your name is like a, certain, and, so, and so was, uh, the other one. Old Town Road. Old Town Road I know, yeah. but, but it, it goes for him and a lot of people who I would objectively say are singing mm-hmm. are being called rappers in a, in a way by people who understand. It's not just like white clueless people being like rapper, Chris Brown, you know, it's like they're considered largely by those in the know to be rappers. Yeah. Even though to me, what they're mostly do is singing. Yeah. You know? So anyway, that's to say like, and it's not like I'm mad at it. It's just that like, I like there's old school hip hop that I love in my soul. And I never hear a drill track that I love in my soul, mm. you know, like never. But I, I understand the appeal. And there's obviously a certain um, just infectiousness, a, a way of reaching the masses with its appeal thing going on with a lot of it. I'm just saying I'm just talking about what I love. But anyway, I'll. No, you're talking about what you hate. No, I'm not saying I hate anything. Oh, are you talking about what you don't like? I'm saying why I don't connect with modern hip-hop per se in terms of how it's defined by the charts this is by benzino's daughter koi Ray, okay featuring poo shiesty who you know how do they spell poo p-o-o-h i I don't love it but actually i understand i think that he is somewhat exceptional you know there's something about poo Poo shiesty yes the way that he flows on this song that sounds really good to me Come make this pussy. Purr. The 
sauce tea maker get wet, play in that cat while I switch gears. You keep on running from these backs, I pull them tracks out, yeah, bitch, come here. Maybe after we fuck, we ain't gonna talk about Lee right there. Tell your bitch she that can't come back here. Yeah, he gonna hit from the back on me. Yeah, up in the baby, air. keep that fuck. Put it up in the air. We stacking the hundreds that coming in I find something appealing about her voice, just sonically. It's really getting annoying how you can't be a female rapper without wearing nothing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> without like just being, it's it's a highly sexualized presentation that is sort of like the formula for like female rap stars. Like it just there's you know a few that aren't like that, but they're not crossover. Well, it just, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong in like dressing sexy at all. No, but it but seems like that's the, the, that's only, the price of admission. Yeah. Almost them. across the board commercially. Yeah. You know, at this point in time. Yes. And the disappointing thing about that to me is it wasn't always like that. I know. So, I mean, even, even just, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Missy yeah. Elliott. Right. Well, Missy's actually, her glory days are looking like 20 at this point. Oh, okay. Work It was 2001. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but Lauren Hill and like, you know, Eve was sexy, but not yeah. always like, you know, Eve didn't really dress like a stripper she most also, of the time. She, yeah, she also didn't have implants in her boobs and butt. <laughs> right. Like everyone has to like have implants and their face a certain way and their nose a certain way. You know, Meg the Stallion is like really gorgeous and she's really smart and stuff and I get it, but like it's like constantly sexual and I get that she like owns her sexuality and I like her music, but yeah, everyone I like is, her. I love her, but everyone is like with like between her and Nikki and Cardi. Yeah. It's like everyone. Well, I all like to some degree. I know, or like, me too. you know, recognize like even like Nicki Minaj is my least favorite of all of them, Same. but it's only cause she disappoints me really because she yeah. has chosen such garbage product so much of the time. And it's like garbage men, ugh, garbage men. I mean, yeah. a lot of that stuff. And also like being really callous about it, you yeah. know, like you can't tell her nothing. And it's like her whole thing, you know, you hear stories about Nikki too, that she's like super mean to yes, people. Yeah. People like strangers, you know, like I've heard a lot of stories like that. Everybody is difficult in their own way. I'm sure. But you know, you don't, there is another way to be assertive without being cruel. Yeah. There just is. But you can only be disappointed if you have expectations. And with her talent, I had nothing but expectations for her. And there are Nicki Minaj songs I like. Yeah, me too. Although not ones that I go back to frequently. Yeah. And Bees in the Trap, I would certainly go back to frequently. Yeah. And I'm fine with like Super Bass. Super Bass is good. Yeah. But like starships? Yeah, no. Now that's in my head. Starships. Yeah. Sorry. But there's even <laughs> worse ones, you it's know? It's so bad. It's like a Katy Perry song. I have a big uh, change in conversation. Ooh, okay. Well, let me just like finish <laughs> this then. Because okay. the reason I brought her up is Wait, I heard- who did you bring up first? Koi Luray, Benzino's daughter, okay. who is launching a rap career. And, and she's and scantily clad. Scantily clad. <laughs> and trying to do it. I mean, the song is called Big Purr. You know, is her pussy? Yeah, we we're allowed to have big pussies now. Um, I think I think big is more a state of pussy mind than like actual size. Okay. Is the sense that I get big like great? You know, okay, like like big mad. Yeah, <laughs> sure, big mad pussy. <laughs> but so I so I heard that as I was actually the reason I thought to write it down is because I was getting in my Uber and I, that I always like when I 
Uber from here, like check what's going on in the radio if they're like playing it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll listen to my own shit, whatever. But I also kind of like to see what the kids are listening to. Yeah. And that's when I take advantage of that, at least as far as what radio is trying to tell me at like midnight on a Saturday night. Um, and so I looked her up and I found this Essence interview with her that whose quotes I found kind of amazing. Oh, okay. Really. Okay. So one is, it feels good that dot, dot, dot. It feels good that I dot, dot, dot have so much people to have so much for people to look at because she has, you know, a YouTube channel and where she does a cooking show they and all end up doing cooking shows. Everyone, I think that it just, they perform so well and people want to monetize them. Like Caitlyn Jenner has a cooking show. Like why? I mean. <laughs> Kylie Jenner had a cooking is, show for a little bit. This is a very why sort of thing too. When I watched her cook, she did not do particularly well and also didn't seem particularly into it, but whatever. Here's another quote from her. My label is happy. My fans are happy. And the world is starting to know me for me and who I am as an artist, it feels like I'm getting closer to being a major superstar. Which is, hmm. I, you know, the whole the whole thing just struck me as sort of calculating to a point where it's like, I am content like me, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm practically an algorithm. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's kind of like bragging about it. Maybe she has like more of a business mind. I mean, apparently, but I mean, just like to, to reduce it to such crude terms, I think is kind yeah. of shocking, at least for me. Well, when you first said, I mean, she says, I, it, I have a lot I, to look at. I thought that she was talking about her body at first because I actually didn't I know. think she had a lot to look at. Well, you're looking at a lot, <laughs> but it's, it's not, not a lot, lot to look, look at. at. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, I just want to underline the, the fact that she says, I love content. <laughs> so do I, though. I mean, but just to say it in those ways, like content, you know? Yeah. It's so like BuzzFeed. How old is she? I think she's like 18 or something like that. I mean, she grew up on it. She grew up on content. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think in my head, straight out of content instead of straight out of Compton. Because <laughs> yeah. I frequently will have seen basically every show. <laughs> And then I'm like, what am I going to watch? I've seen everything. Okay. I have something to say. Okay. Or something to talk yeah. about. Do you, right. Have you heard of birthing people? Wait, wasn't this a thing? Apparently. I only just heard about it this today. Week? Yeah, I don't go on Twitter, but someone told me about it today. Rose McGowan got involved in it and stuff too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I don't think Rose McGowan is transphobic. I think she just says stupid shit a lot of the time. But she was dating someone that was trans. She, I, she's not like a turf at all. Well, it was. I thought she was a little bit turfy with this in this case. No, she just didn't like the words. I know because, and the words were specifically chosen to be trans inclusive. I think I, I'm. This is where I draw the line. I don't like the term birthing people. Birthing people. It's just a stupid term. Birthing people. People with vaginas. What do you think of that? I don't like that either. Well, but it's true. You know. Here's my issue with like trying to erase woman yeah. because I think that to be trans inclusive like yeah come join be, be a woman like yeah. identify as a woman but don't try to like take the identity of w- woman away from me but it's not because it, what 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 that terminology includes is men with vaginas and such a thing exists surely you believe here's why I think that taking wo- the term woman away from women's essential health care is damaging. 
because this has been like a debate for years. The issue is that if you take the the word woman out of, you know, different abortion clinics, foundations, um, crisis centers, you know, like for domestic violence, like all that kind of stuff. If you take the word woman out of that, a lot of women who are in need of those services, if they're like Googling it or whatever, would Google like women's, mm-hmm. you know, health center or women's whatever. And when they aren't able to reach the sites because woman has been removed, the thing that gets pushed up are pregnancy crisis centers and all those like the fake abortion clinics where they they bait and switch you and they get you to come in and then they make you pray Uh and then they try to convince you to have the baby. Those get pushed to the top. So that's been like a concern. People have been talking about that for a while now. And I do think then it becomes a class issue because there's a lot of people who need those services who don't have the kind of education to like be having academic talks on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, and or to like be like the most abreast of like what the like proper p- terminology is, which is its own kind of privilege. Yes. So for them to not be able to act, gain access to the essential health care that they would need because the, the word woman is removed, I think is not okay. Like we just need it for SEO purposes. Is there a way to say women and and to be inclusive? Yeah, maybe it should be women and birthing people. But I don't think that getting rid of erasing woman is the answer. Okay. That seems fair to me. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a turf. I will tell you, I am not a turf. Well, like, it, to me, it's just the the world, whatever the world's on the, the, the greater world's understanding basically is that per cultural teaching is that men supersede women in every way Mm -hmm. and we have not reached equality yet. So I understand why it would be especially important to preserve that notion as well and not let it dissipate. But there's, I think that there's probably a very inclusive way to do that. I think women and birthing people is a good way to do it. Compromise. Yeah. Okay. You know, use both. Why not both? It's, it's always my question when I write about sex, especially, you know, for slate, whatever, if I should like how I should make it inclusive, because we do get a fair amount of trans questions that we always try to answer, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's really important to me to be trans inclusive and to be inclusive in general, you know, I might fuck up sometimes and I appreciate, you know, human benefit of the doubt, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to like some kind of meltdown that said, like, you know, it's a hard, you don't want to erase while you're including. Exactly. So it can be, it can definitely be a linguistic hurdle, you I, know? Yeah. This whole thing is that's fine. But like, I just like to not, um, erase women and the work that they've done yeah. to like put these kinds of like organizations and help in place to pull yourself up by your bra straps. Yeah, that we used to say that at bust all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sure I've heard it. I'm sure you've said that to me. And I'm just <laughs> parroting it back. <laughs> I feel like we've solved this for everyone. Well, I, it's, women it's, and birthing people. It's a possible. It's a possibility. You know. Yeah. Women and people with vaginas? You know what? Because there's probably like something that's like halfway between a vagina and a penis. Well, there's, there's, you like know, intersex there's intersex, people. yeah, which has a, a wide range. I've gotten into a uh, wide vagina. <laughs> <laughs> 
like head first. <laughs> when you said <laughs> when you said wide range, I thought wide vagina. I know, and I was but, playing along. <laughs> <laughs> what was I gonna say? You gotten into a wide vagina. <laughs> I don't know. I did. We did use have a vagina blanket at Jezebel. The like marketing was that it feels like what the inside of a vagina feels like. But mm, interesting. It was very comfortable. Okay. <laughs> I always put it because I was always cold at the office. So I always put it around my legs, but it was so gross from being like under the desk. So it was like always dirty. But it basically was just like those sort of like sh- like very short velvet blanket that you can that you get at like the at a hotel room you know what i'm talking uh about yeah yeah i always kind of like those but like sure we never had them because my mom thought they were like cheap i think i had one at one point but okay uh, it's not a part of my life in general yeah i I only you know i don't use a top sheet i know this is like something that yeah women in particular find that amazing i love i i have a so i have a top sheet i'll tell you about my bedding (laughs) i have a top sheet yeah i have a quilt that's uh, a thin quilt it's um a, vel- a blue velvet quilt okay. and then i have a duvet with a duvet cover on top of that i've been thinking about getting uh, another blanket just for the around the feet okay is are and you I have very seven pillows are you very cold yes i'm always cold because the quilt just i don't even understand why you'd need it because it, it, it so I tuck in the sheet in the quilt yeah. with um, hospital corners at the bottom. And then, you know, I kind of like fold down the sheet on top of the quilt. When I get in, it just is like snug. It's like, and then you have like the fluffiness and the looseness of the duvet cover on top of you. But you're like more like snug as a bug. Sure, sure. I, I like to have my feet free. Oh, no, I like my feet contained. I, I, I honestly just find a duvet cover does the trick. I'm not mm-hmm. like pissing on my bed you know i i used to just have a uh duvet cover when i lived in uh my condo before i had remember when i just had a box spring on the floor in Uh my condo for like the longest time yeah Yeah. i didn't i didn't do a top sheet then yeah but i do it now growing up i don't know i'm you know it's like that like bachelor kind of thing that you can yeah you're kevin McAllister lifestyle exactly (laughs) Um, do you want to talk about wearing masks outside? Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, me neither. But President Biden said we didn't have to. Everybody's saying we don't have to and people are still doing it. Well, I'm not going to knock them for it, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going to knock them for it either. I think it's, I, I, I am a little bit amazed by it and annoyed, I guess. But um, I certainly feel like it's everybody's right to wear a mask. I'm not trying to tell people not to. People just might be doing masks forever, like how they do in Asia. That might it might just be part of like a a common thing that just happens, especially on the subway. The subway, I understand. Many people have said, "You're you're not going to get it outside." Yeah. Unless you're in a group. I'm talking about like the CDC. Yeah epidemiologists this is not a controversial opinion and has it been controversial i've seen a lot of controversy about it actually oh really yeah there's a lot of your mask yeah they're doing that wait what happened with gays over covid is that still going um last i checked it wasn't last i checked very shortly actually after i wrote about it they stopped posting they've Mm. still been doing stories yeah no they gays over covid hasn't posted since march 5th I just want to make clear that on the website of the CDC, 
it has a whole chart that I saw people saying were con- was confusing, but it's not because it's really obvious about like what you can do safely, what you need to wear a mask, what you what you can't do, not even can can't, just what's the most to least safe, safest, green, walk, run, wheelchair wheelchair roll, or bike outdoors with members of your household. That means. I'm walking, I'm wearing, I'm not wearing a mask and I'm always walking. Yeah. I didn't even know there was controversy about it. I'm yeah, just not no, doing there, it. There is. And it's like a whole thing with people hanging on. It's, it's like really interesting that like the ship has kind of turned. It seems for some people where like mask or masks, maskers are becoming as anti-science as anti-maskers have been. <laughs> Like, refuse to see the science, you know? Oh, no, I'm wearing... And it's one thing, I understand, look, if you're in a park, even, I understand. New York can be very congested. Yeah. I'm talking about on, like, the streets of Bushwick, etc. Yeah. Or Williamsburg. <coughs> it's yeah. interesting how many people are keeping it on, you know? I'm not. If anybody would like to have a conversation. And I've seen people say on Twitter, like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm a Republican. Well... <laughs> I'm not, so you can think at whatever you want, you know? Yeah. I'm glad to have a conversation about it. I think it. they'd see you in a Patti LaBelle shirt and they'd know you weren't. Well, I did wear my uh, sweatshirt, so. <laughs> <laughs> but but exactly, I was wearing a pink, I was wearing a pink um, jacket the other night yes, and, and a Prince Love Sexy t-shirt underneath. Yeah, you are, so you I was are. Like, <laughs> this is Republican. <laughs> Must be extremely confusing for you. I just, I'm just listening to science and you know what? What sucked is that, like, I as soon as the give me an example of people that are still masking and complaining about it. There's been like just like tons of of um, talk about it, and I, I could do better. The liberals who can't quit lockdown, which Emma Green wrote for the Atlantic. It's all about this like residual guilt that liberals have. You know, it's obviously like in New York, most of the people that you see are liberal. Yeah. So it's like this whole thing. And look, again, live and let live. You want to wear a mask? Go ahead. I just find it rather odd that this is happening. Okay. I think that's probably enough. I have you- other stuff to talk about, but we can save it for the bonus. Okay. I Oh, you know what I have to play for you in the bonus? What? I have a new robocall conversation, and this one is wild. It wow. is wild. Wow. I'll God. just give you, I'll give you a hint. Two words. Are involved blood oh. and cocaine. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> okay, so it was my birthday last week, and I didn't have the best birthday. It was probably one of the worst birthdays I've ever had because I had to go to a wake. Right. I mean, it wasn't, I, you know, I got to spend time with family. <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't a total loss. Right. But not the best circumstances for yeah. that. And then we took off for a week because of that. It was a, my aunt died. It was very sad. So what you could give me for my birthday, if you're looking to give me a present, is to give this podcast five stars yeah. rating. Yeah, I, be- I and, meant to ask for and that. And leave a review. You leave a review. Yeah. Something, something quick and nice. Yeah, happy birthday even. Happy birthday. Or your condolences. Yeah, either or. <laughs> Take it two more seconds. Okay. All right. Well, thank you in advance. I think we should have Tawny send us out. 
Okay. Some some things to think about. Okay. Know, some takeaways. With all that being said, take care of your skin. Girls, be nice to each other. And see, don't assume that when someone mentions plastic surgery that they're doing their face. I did a, a whole host of other things, but not the face. I don't know. Bye.